Hello, here we are with yet another episode from Life Lessons and Lemons. Thank you so much for joining me as always. I really do hope you take something away from today's episode, which is the five steps to eliminating your self-beliefs. We all have them. I still have some. And let's face it, it's always going to be something we fight. But why fight it when we can prepare ourselves for it and actually understand the steps that we can take in order to be our better selves as we go forward in life, into our futures, into our happiness, into our families, into the things that we want, etc. You know, there's so many things that we all want in life and that's one thing we all have in common, albeit those things are completely different. Self-limiting beliefs can kill dreams and it's one of those things that we are in control of. You know, I bang on about other people's influences, etc can try to control what we do but we can't change what other people do this is one thing that we can do in order to actually help ourselves so it's one of those key things and fundamental foundations in life that we can take charge and understand it better and know how to counter it to get what we want to get ultimately that's my message that's what my book's going to be about it's what my book is about which is obviously imminent on release right now. And life is about lessons and the best lessons you can learn in life are those that you learn from someone else. If you can avoid making the mistakes in the first place and use someone else's mistakes, then you are onto a winner, my friend. I tell you now, I have not learned enough from other people's mistakes, leading to more mistakes myself. No doubt there's gonna be more mistakes in the future, but I'm a little bit more savvy now and me bringing these lessons to you is to eradicate as many mistakes from your life and your future as I possibly can. You know, we have so many fundamentals and foundations to build. Let's get the basic ones right so then we can start building on them. The more we can build on them, the stronger our futures will be. So without further ado, after my lovely two-minute introduction today, let's crack on with the first step, which is committing yourself now it could be classes never giving up um basically that's what it is right so commit yourself to everything that you do if you are not too sure you don't want to do something then don't set it as a goal that you want to do in the future if you know that you're not going to be able to commit yourself to it if you go it sounds good you know when you write a goal down and you think that sounds great i'd love to be able to do that but do you know how to do it and how will it make you feel if you do do it you know is it just one of those things that sounds great and actually when it comes to it and you apply yourself to it you get halfway through and you just give up you know that's why i say commit yourself because by just by committing yourself and never giving up on something you are eliminating a self-belief you are eliminating the self-belief that you can't that you can't do something when you actually can if you just choose the right things to do you know you need to be resilient there's going to be things that get thrown at you as i said at the beginning you know there's going to be mistakes that you made there's going to be failures but being resilient will enable you to plow on if you just look back and look to anyone else you know the one thing that we can have over everyone else is the ability to not give up 99% of people give up on what they want to do which is why 99% of people aren't successful you know but this doesn't just work when it comes to wealth it works when it comes to health it works when it comes to love and it works when it comes to happiness you know every aspect of our lives the four pillars as i like to call them then you know that committing yourself is the first step that you can take into eliminating your self-beliefs 
always start with the end in mind. As Stephen Covey said, as one of his habits of highly effective people, always start with the end in mind. You need to know where you want to be from what you are going to do. And if you start that way, then trust me, you will see it through and you won't give up. Regardless of what self-limiting beliefs you have right now, that's what you need to do. So, step two, prove your abilities to yourself. We've all achieved things, regardless of who you are, we've all achieved stuff in our life. Now, first step here is follow what you want to do. You know, it sounds simple, but as I talk about the real world, you need to obviously keep an income coming in. Most of us do because we need to live. Unfortunately, this world is full of bills. We have to pay them. But if you do something you want to do on the side, if you have to, then do it because that will be proving to yourself that you can do things. The problem is we go to work and we do things that we don't necessarily like. You know, I hate my job and it's it got to that point now in such a very short space of time within, you know, less than a month. And I'm now at the point where I know I need to do something about that but I'm also following what I love on the side. So that enables me to overcome these self-limiting beliefs that I once had, you know, and, and obviously still proceed to have on some occasions. Now, again, you know, on this point, you need to not allow someone else's influence at this point, because it's very easy for someone to say to you, but why would you do that? And that sounds stupid. And then all of a sudden you're then questioning yourself. And on top of your self-limiting belief in the first place, you're then questioning yourself even more and then you just end up don't doing it and then you don't do that and then you later regret that life shouldn't be full of regrets it should be full of you know us thriving and what we like to do and also worth mentioning practice 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 whatever abilities you are trying to do whatever you want to do practice whatever that is if it's learning an instrument, whether it's learning a language, you need to put the time in it. And it goes back to step one, don't give up. If you're gonna set something, you've set it for a reason. If you followed the right process, you've done it for a reason. Don't give up, practice, and your abilities will then prove to you that you are actually capable of doing a lot more than you once thought you were. Step three, learn to accept a compliment. So many people out there cannot, for the life of them, accept a compliment. If someone gives me a compliment, they are saying it for a reason. They are saying it likely because they mean it. They don't just pluck it out of thin air. You know, you do have to be a little bit careful with manipulation, but a harmless compliment, take it, man. I take my compliments really well, but I've met people that really don't take them very well to the point where it's like, okay, I won't bother. And that shouldn't be like that. If someone wants to compliment you, let them do it. You need to be receptive. You know, it's a positive thing. You cannot look at a compliment as a negative thing because let's face it, it's not. It's a positive thing. It's a nice thing about you. It's a nice thing about your abilities. As we go back to step two, again, it's a way to prove your abilities are good. If someone actually says to you, well done on this, you've been exceptional. Thank you so much. Take it. You know, it gives you more confidence and confidence, as we've discussed on previous podcasts, is key to our success and our life in general. You know, if you can understand and take a compliment and be receptive to it, it's bettering and being more confident in yourself and it's being more confident in the work that you currently do. 
don't have self-limiting beliefs. And to do so, to not have self-limiting beliefs, we need to be able to overcome this step. And actually, if someone goes, you know, you've got nice eyes or thank you for doing this work for me. Thank you very much. Much appreciated. That's it. You don't have to come up with some cringeworthy answer because I, I feel some people just cringe up when someone compliments. No. Take it. Move on. Take the next compliment. Let it build your confidence. Now, step four is quite an important one, albeit they're all really important. This one is quite a big one. So use your previous experiences. Now, our previous experiences are ours, funny enough. They are what we've previously done. And they are the best way to learn anything. Forget these podcasts, forget my book. You need to learn from your own mistakes sometimes, you know. It does sound a little bit contradicting to my first point, you know, learn from other people's mistakes, but we've already had, we've already got a past right now. And, you know, start as you mean to go on and, and learn from mistakes going forward. But what you've done so far in life is, has defined who you are right now. So think about every time that you left your comfort zone, what was the outcome? I'll tell you now, if I look back all my previous times I've left my comfort zone, I'm actually out of my comfort zone right now, not doing this podcast in life in general, Every single time I've been out of my comfort zone, I've achieved way more than I expected to. I've actually come away thinking, wow, why did I ever even worry or think about it in the first place? I did it and the outcome was positive. 99% of the time in my life, it's positive. And I'm confident to say it to you guys because I know if you look back at those times, it has gone really well. Normally, when you've got to go out of your comfort zone, it's something that you want. It's something that you want to do, but your fear sets in and you start to think, oh no, but this and that. And you know, you might have confidence issues, self-limiting belief issues, and you talk yourself out of these things. You know, an example might be when you go out of your comfort zone into something you don't actually want to do and you're not going to gain anything from. That might be a time where you need to go back to step one and look at the point where I say commit yourself are you going to something that's unnecessarily putting you out of your comfort zone? Is it going to get you anywhere? If it's not, then maybe you need to think that it doesn't need to be done in the first place. Every time you go out of your comfort zone, it's generally to get something that you want. You know, you're going on a first date because you want to meet someone new or be with someone new. You know, you're going for a new job. You're going there because you want the salary they're offering or you want the new role or the management position or the people that work there or the company themselves. You know, you've got things that you want when you go out of your comfort zone. You know, when you go to a new job, you've got the job interview, but you have to do that if you want the job. So do it. But if it's a job that you don't really want and you're only half-heartedly on it, you're not starting with the end in mind. And ultimately, you're just not going to be that committed. You're then going to show lack of confidence because it's not what you want, because actually you're just showing a self-limiting belief. Eliminate that self-limiting belief by not going to the thing that you don't want to in the first place. Look back at your previous experiences and use those comfort zone experiences as the best thing you can use now. Now, previous previous achievements, you know, I said at the beginning, every single person here has made an achievement in their life, no matter how small, no matter how big, everyone has them. Use them to go back and prove, again, step two, prove your ability to yourself. You've probably previously proven you can do something and you're just, you know, making more on that one thing originally and enhancing your knowledge on that one thing and you're just building on something you've already proven you can actually do so it makes it seem like less of a monumental task 
Use your achievements. Be proud of your achievements. And always remember that those achievements didn't happen because of anyone else. They happened because of you and you alone. And also the last bit on this is how have you dealt with previous failures? Now, failures is something that a lot of people talk about these days, coaches, etc. Now, it's important because failures do really define who we are, but not only that, we learn from them, right? So, how have you dealt with them in the past? I know for me, for example, I used to find it really hard when someone criticised me and I never did anything about it. I just sort of got the ump and went, well, just sort of threw my toys out the pan. Whereas now, when someone criticises me, I take on board their comments. I might have some feedback, etc. That's just me. Can't keep my mouth shut. But, but the most important thing there is I've now learned that those failures, there is always something you can learn from. If someone, like going back to a compliment, if someone has something nice to say about you, they mean it in a good way. If you're getting constructive feedback from somebody on something you failed on or failed to do, then that is, again, good feedback from someone, regardless of whether it comes across in a negative connotation, because it is about a failure you've made and it's about a lesson that you can then make. I firmly believe that your failures define who we are more than your achievements. So always remember that, that they are the most important thing when it comes to your past. As much as past is done, we can learn from it and we can use it going forward. So please do. Now, the last point and the last step here is important. And it's one of myself, um, it's one of my core values, sorry. Be consistent. Being consistent is something we are literally all capable of doing. Okay, it's tied in with not giving up, being resilient, starting with the end in mind. It shows willpower. Being consistent habit builds. If you're doing something on the regular, on a routine, say gym every morning or writing every day or going to work and enjoying it every day, you are habit building, but good habit building. These things will see consistency continue because I promise you now, you will see results from being consistent alone. That's why I live by it. That's why I'll always bang on about it. That's why it's exactly in this podcast and it's probably why you'll hear it in other podcasts to come. Being consistent is the number one thing in my life that has got me to where I am. You know, again, it goes back to the point I made about practice. If you're consistent with practice, you will improve and therefore you will prove your ability to yourself, therefore eliminating your self-limiting beliefs. You are capable of being the best you can be question is though what is the best that you can be where do you see yourself what do you want from life these steps yes they're there to eliminate self-limiting beliefs but they are there to build a future that you want and just by following these five as i do promise you now you will see results. No matter how slow, results will come. And each of us will move slowly on these, you know. With some of us that can't take a compliment, you know, it might take us a year to understand that a compliment is actually a positive thing. You know, it's very easy for someone to tell you what to do, but ultimately, until you take charge of what you want to do, then you won't learn from it. So these five steps, I urge you to write them down. I urge you 
to remind yourselves you are capable of a lot more than you have done. Slowly overcome your self-limiting beliefs. And please, I'm going to go through them now. Write all five of them down. If you are in a position to write them down, put them on a note on your phone, wherever you may be right now. And please follow them. The first one, commit yourself. Got that? Good. Number two, prove your abilities to yourself. Number three, learn to accept a compliment. Number four, use your previous experiences, achievements, failures, comfort zone. Got it? Good. Finally, number five, I hope you haven't forgot this one already. Be consistent. Please be consistent. Now, you know, you don't come to this podcast to write notes, I'm sure, but it's a lesson at the end of the day. And it's all stuff that I followed. And, you know, it, a theory is just a theory until it's proven effective or not. And let me tell you now, this isn't a theory, this is an experience. And let me tell you now, it has proven effective. In many aspects of my life, there's always improvements to make. Yes, as I said, I still have some self-limiting beliefs. Tends to be when I go to take to the next level. That's normal, perfectly normal. But again, it goes back to my point on the comfort zone. If you've looked back at your previous times where you've left your comfort zone and where you've ended up, that should be enough to get you through. And if it's not, then you employ one of these other steps. Self-limiting beliefs will kill your dreams, as I said. So please don't let them. I've made this one a little bit longer today. I know these were supposed to be little, a little bit shorter. But again, I've got more planned for you. But I am really intrigued to see what you guys want from me. I want to know if you want any lessons or if I've experienced something in particular that you're looking to do. Maybe you can ask me if I have, then I can give you a lesson on it. If not, then maybe I can give you some coaching. Um, and yeah, just please be on the lookout for my book release. I will be announcing it as soon as it's ready and printed and ready for purchase. And yeah, until next time, guys, please go away and actually think about this and actually maybe put them into practice. That's why you're here. Don't spend 20 minutes of your life just to listen, right? Thank you very much, everyone. I will speak to you soon.